The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. While looking online for a machine that would hold 10 hours of language tapes, I found this one. It says, Apple iPod Shuffle 2GB Black 3rd Generation, discontinued by manufacturer. Now, we might be getting close to what I'd like to have, but I see that this one was discontinued by manufacturer. You might well ask, why was this machine discontinued by the manufacturer? Probably too many people were able to figure out how to operate it. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Thank you. 
Scott Hamilton. Howard Alden here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. Oh, thank goodness, thank goodness. We have whiskey. If it were not for whiskey, you know this well. If it were not for whiskey, you would be unable to buy a present for the man who has everything. But have you ever asked yourself, why would a man who has everything want to muddle his mind with whiskey?
No, he didn't bring it back to the root. You can tell Stitt comes right back to the root. <laughs> You've heard me say that I interviewed Sonny Stitt years and years ago before I knew anything. I don't think I could do it today. I, I'd, I'd probably break down and cry in awe. <clears throat> Would you have suspected, oh, i got to remind you, you're listening to The Humble Farmer. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. With any luck at all, I'm here every week at this time. Playing old-fashioned music just for you. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com, and I would love to hear from you. Would you have suspected that I am a veteran? Yes. For two years, I was on the bridge of the Cutter Laurel and the Fighting Coast Guard. And one of the blessings of being a veteran is being able to get hearing aids at the VA, which is up in Togus, Maine. 
you should know that we call the Veterans Administration, the VA. And the other day, I learned that the cost of just one pill I have to eat twice a day has jumped 400%. Now, you're not surprised to hear that. <laughs> you know that the cost of one pill can jump 400% in one day. So instead of $90 a bottle, it's now $400 a bottle. So I said to myself, to me, I said, enough of this. You can only push a man so far. And I says to me, if I get my pills through the VA, I won't have to wonder where I'm going to get my hands on the 2500 or $3,000 a year I have to raise to buy them. And in the process of doing this, I learned that the VA has a great web page. This web page even has my upcoming appointment listed. I'll ask my doctor to tell me how to sign up for pills. He already has the okay and write-in from my primary care physician. You know how you have to jump through the hoops. And I want to tell you about this VA web page. The VA web site must be geared, it must be created for the lowest common denominator because it is the most user-friendly web page I have used in a long, long time. And I'm talking here to you as a man who has made all of his own web pages. You can, if you've ever looked at my web pages, it's quite obvious that I made them. <laughs> I was able to use the VA web page without getting lost and screaming and pounding my head on the keyboard, which is unusual. When you figure that within the past year, the evil uh, psychotic children who make web pages have destroyed my favorite TED Talks page. I can't watch TED Talks anymore because they destroyed the home page. Uh, my contacts in gmail.com have, have been all messed up. And you might have noticed that the TED Talks home page was recently destroyed. You can't find anything on TED Talks. Now, you already know that every six months or so, they mess up the weather page so you don't know whether to break out your bathing suit or your snowshoes. And just last week, my bank page was messed up so I can no longer see a record of my mortgage payments. Well, my friend, you and I shouldn't worry about the way we're yanked around by these young people who eat, who eat greasy sandwiches as they press our future into their computer keyboards because it won't be long before they themselves are taken over by the machines.
Scott Hamilton, Jerry Wiggins on piano, of course. From time to time, you see on your ballot the question, should marijuana be legalized in Maine? You know that a lot of money will always be out there to push for no on the marijuana issue because you know this as well as I do. If marijuana is legalized, it will just about empty out our jails and state prison, put a lot of law enforcement people out of work. What would happen if the police had nothing left to do except track down murderers and thieves? And imagine how many TV shows would be out of business if you couldn't see men in combat riot gear breaking down the door of some kid trying to pay his way through college or take care of his little sister's hospital bills by selling pot. Yes, sir, those break-down-the-door of the pot dealer movies will someday be classics, just like old Buster Keaton films where he was on a railroad track or or hanging from a clock. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening. You know, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music every week at this time. Right here on your favorite station. I'm playing it just for you, and I'd love to hear from you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. And if you turn on your television in election years, you often see endless lines of people. You know, they're lined up, they're waiting they wait three, four hours just for a chance to get in and vote because some places they don't have enough of the machines or whatever it is they do. got to tell you that in the many years I have gone down to the St. George town office to vote, as I did last election, I have never seen such a voter turnout. Never, you can't believe it. All of the booths were filled and there was a long line ahead of us now. It takes my wife, Marsha, a bit longer to walk in. She has two canes she uses. And if it, didn't, if it wasn't such a struggle for her to walk into the place, I would have suggested that we just go home, come back later. But Marsha said that it wouldn't take more than four minutes for the seven people to go through. And, you know, she was right.
pickup truck has 307,000 miles on it, and the high gear doesn't work. You go from third gear to fifth gear because there's no fourth gear. So, of course, I'd like to buy a new p- little pickup truck with only 150,000 or only 200,000 miles on it for around, probably I could get one for around $1,500. And I'm like you in that I naturally... Naturally, I want to buy it from. I want to buy it from the old man who bought it new. I've looked in Craigslist, so I've pretty well figured out how that works. There's a maximum and minimum price that you type in. So I type in eleven hundred minimum and thirty-one hundred maximum for that. And because I don't want to buy a truck from a dealer. I Google the dealer's telephone number in another screen. You know, it gives me another way of looking at it. <clears throat> and if they are wheelers and dealers, their number turns up on everything on the page, and you can see all the different things that they're selling. And and here, for example, here's a nice little 1992 white Isuzu pickup truck, five-speed for two thousand dollars. But listen to this. When I googled their telephone number, this is what turned up. It says, We buy non-working junk vehicles, so give us a call today at such and such for free removal. What you want to bet? That if you held out cash in your hand, they'd take a bit less than that $2,000 for that truck.
Mm-hmm. Oscar. Oh, I like that tune, Just the Way You Look. I wonder who wrote it. The bridge? Does the bridge smack of Jerome Kern? I don't know. You tell me. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. With any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Because if you weren't there, there'd be no point in me being here. It is the time of year when some parents finally get to see boyfriends who are acquired over the past few months at school. If your daughter is a serious student who's also a friendly, outgoing type, three or four young men might show up in the course of a month, and this is good. It means that your daughter will probably marry a very affluent 50-year-old man when she's 35. Were you pleased with the most recent ones your daughter brought home? If you're a father, it's important to have your greeting to these young men down pat. I suggest that you think it up ahead of time. I'd like to know what yours is, you could tell me. Years ago, when my friend lawyer Crandall heard a young male voice on the phone asking for his daughter, his standard reply was, Oh, she's in a mental institution. Crandall says, They simply replied, Oh, good, thank you, I'll call back later. Another father told me that he smiles, extends a hand to these witless young men, and says, Oh, so you're the chemist who's been in Africa working with AIDS patients. I can remember that 20 or so years ago, I was very impressed with the crop my wife's daughter brought home. One admitted that he was a grad student on full fellowship at some university. You've got to admit that grad student on full fellowship has a nice ring to it. And every time one would appear, I'd say to myself, <laughs> here's a smart fellow right here. He's going to go places. He can't fail. But then, one day, I happened to think, that for three years I was a grad student on a full fellowship at a university.
was moving toward the full chord, wasn't he, Scott Hamilton? Thank you for listening to Humble Farmer. Got time for one or two more people from New York City. Are you listening? People from New York City, Hartford and Boston, them big cities there, would laugh at those of us who are born and brought up here on the coast of Maine. But you know, those big city people wouldn't be able to earn a living here in St. George, Maine. It's too different from anything they have ever experienced. Think of the difference. Here in Maine, when you get up in the morning, get ready to go to work, and you look in your garage, your car and all your tools are still there. We'll rant and we'll roar like true Newfoundlanders. We'll rant and we'll roar on deck and below. Until we see bottom and inside the two sunkers. When straight through the channel to Toslo we'll go. My name is Robert, they call me Bob Pittman. I sail on the Eno with Skipper Tim Brown. I'm bound to have Dolly or Biddy or Molly As soon as I'm able to plank the cash down We'll rant and we'll roar like true Newfoundlanders We'll rant and we'll roar on deck and below Until we see bottom inside the two sunkers When straight through the channel to Tarso we'll go Son of a sea cook and a cook and a trader I can dance, I can sing, I can reap the main boom I can handle a jigger and cats a fine figure Whenever I get in a boat standing room We'll rant and we'll roar like true Newfoundlanders We'll rant and we'll roar on deck and below Until we see bottom inside the two sunkers When straight through the channel the Tosco will go Then this fall I will do it I want two pound ten for a ring and the priest A couple of dollars for clean shirts and collars And a handful of coppers to make up a feast We'll rant and we'll roar like true Newfoundlanders We'll rant and we'll roar on deck and below Until we see bottom inside the two sunkers And straight through the channel the Tarso will go House from Catherine Davis, a twenty-pound bed from old Jimmy McGrath. I'll get me a settle, a pot and a kettle, then I will be ready for Biddy Hurrah. We'll rant and we'll roar like true Newfoundlanders. We'll rant and we'll roar on deck and below until we see bottom inside the two sunkers. Went straight through the channel to Tosco. We'll go. Fox Harbor, of Ordon and Crest Crab is whole and ruly. Now let you be jolly, don't be melancholy. I can't marry all or in choky I'd be. We'll rant and we'll roar like true Newfoundlanders. We'll rant and we'll roar on deck and below. Until we see bottom.
them to Sumpers and straight through the channel to Tarslow we'll go. We'll rant and we'll roar like true Newfoundlanders. We'll rant and we'll roar on deck and below until we see bottom inside the two Sumpers and straight through the channel to Tarslow we'll go. And that was it. Dave Rowe. You know Dave Rowe? Dave, Dave Rowe. Ed Howe on fiddle there. Kevin O'Reilly. Dave Rowe plays, a, plays bass like his father. But on that one, I guess he was playing guitar. Why can't people who call come right out and tell the person answering the phone what they want? Some woman called one day and asked for me. Now, Marsha could have told this woman. Marsha could have told this woman what she wanted to know. But this woman asked for Robert. So Marsha had to drag me up out of the cellar where I was turning the valves on the pipes leading to my solar radiant heating system or doing something like that. Now, in a primitive or civilized society... Is it not possible that the spouse knows what's going on and can speak for the other? Hey, what does John want for that wood splitter? Now, either the wife says $500 or she doesn't know. And then, if she doesn't know, it's time to take the question to the next level. When I answer the phone and they ask for Marsha, isn't it possible that I am capable of either taking a message or telling the caller exactly what my wife Marsha would want me to say? You're right. I couldn't. <laughs> Thank you. 